0: I'm grateful that we may begin this new week in this special way. that covenant of love. We thank you that you have confirmed the promises of this covenant to us in holy baptism. Father, we thank you for your means of grace, for word and sacraments. And also this morning. This way, be confirmed in your sure promises, the promises of the forgiveness of our sins and the renewing work of your Holy Spirit, and how we all need this reassurance, for we are indeed all sinners. We reminded of this also this morning when we heard the words of the law, what you require of us, as we reflect upon what we have done in this past week. Grazie. forward, then, in the way of good health and strength. Indeed, then, bless us as we open the scriptures. This morning, we will focus on the verses 1 through 32. And after we have read from Holy Scripture, let us sing from Psalm 119, the stanzas 10 and 11. Reading them from Luke chapter 5, beginning at verse 1, hear the word of God. One day as Jesus was standing by the lake of Gennesaret with the people crowding around him and listening God. He saw at the water's edge two boats left there by the fishermen who were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put out a little from shore. And he sat down and taught the people from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into you say so, I will let down the nets. And they had done so. They caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. So they signaled their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats so full that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell a So were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, Simon's partners. And Jesus said to Simon, do, do not be afraid. From now on, you will catch men. So they pulled their boats up on shore, left everything, and followed him. While Jesus was in one of the towns, a man came along who was covered with leprosy. When he saw Jesus, he fell with his face. Out his hand and touch the man I am willing he said be clean and immediately the leprosy left him then Jesus ordered him don't tell anyone but go show yourself to the priest and offer the sacrifice that Moses commanded for your cleansing as a testimony to them and the news about him spread all the more so that crowds of people came to hear him and to be healed of their sicknesses but Jesus often withdrew to lonely and prayed. One day as he was teaching Pharisees and teachers of the law who had come from every village of Galilee and from Judea and Jerusalem were sitting there. God alone. Jesus knew what they were thinking and asked, why are you thinking these things in your hearts? Which is easier to say your sins are forgiven or to say get up and walk? But that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. He said to the paralyzed man, I tell you, get up, take your mat and go home. Immediately he stood up in front of them, took what he had been lying on, went home, at his house, and a large crowd of tax collectors and others were eating with them. The Pharisees and the teachers of the law who belonged to their sect complained to his disciples, why do you eat and drink with tax collectors and sinners? Jesus answered them, Sick, have not come to call the righteous but sinners to repentance. And so far, our text, and after the proclamation of God's word, let us read. does not struggle with a cold and, and even what is called influenza and if we're not dealing with these common maladies and our younger ones are dealing with diseases like chickenpox or infections like foot and mouth and there are also those who are dealing with arthritis dementia cancer and so forth and yes since our bodies have been affected by the fall and or another. also as we grow older our outer, our physical nature is slowly wasting away and breaking down. And so we're not likely to go through life without making a visit to the physician, to the doctor. Now another question. How are we doing when it comes to our spiritual health? do We consider ourselves sick or healthy in this respect? When we look at at others, we're quick to see their illnesses and diseases, spiritually speaking, and their need for a doctor. But do we see that we all need the help of our great physician, Jesus Christ? Are we ready to acknowledge the need for a spiritual diagnosis from, from the great physician and accept his offer of comes to you this morning, summarized under this theme, we have need of the physician who calls all sinners to repentance, repeat, we have need of the physician who calls all sinners to repentance, yes beloved, this morning we turn our attention to the gospel according to Luke, now Luke was a well-educated man, a, a companion of Paul on some of his missionary journeys, and he was also a physician by profession focus of his gospel account is not on his work as a physician but on the work of a physician far greater than himself on our Lord Jesus Christ actually this is why he came down to earth as he began his earthly ministry there in his hometown of Nazareth he said yes the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor he sent me to proclaim prisoners, and then you have it, the recovery of sight to the blinds, to release the oppressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. As those words tell us, he came to heal, to restore. And from what we read in the chapters before, we see our Lord Jesus is busy, yes, restoring to good health those who have been affected by the fallen sin. And so we're told of how the great physician brought about. healing many who were sick in one way or another, including the one with a high fever, another who was a demoniac, still another who was a paralytic, and also one who was a tax collector, a tax collector named Levi. Now, who was Levi? Well, actually, Levi was, was Matthew. So he tells us in his own account of the gospel. And as we read this morning, the Lord Jesus went out, he saw a tax collector by the name of Levi sitting in a tax booth. Indeed, along the roads of the promised land, those who work as tax collectors for the Roman authorities have their booths, they have their stations. And from there, yes, they would collect tax. what they had done is bid for and bought their positions as tax collectors from the Romans those hated foreign rulers and then they set about collecting taxes from their fellow Jews and they would collect taxes well above the price they had paid for their position and the difference in profit they earned by their own people. They were considered, you would say, real low life. fully followed our Lord and Savior. Talk about total commitment to his master. And what's more, as we're told here in our text, Levi also held a great banquet for Jesus at his home. The reason for celebration. He was now following. I opened up his home to his friends to introduce them to his Lord and Savior. Yet yeah, of all people, tax collectors and others. Of all people for Jesus to have fellowship with. And yet Jesus reclined at table with them, he had table fellowship with them, and shared a meal with them. And this created real consternation for the Pharisees and the scribes. They complained and they grumbled about what Jesus was doing here. They didn't do it straight. No, they went to his disciples and they said, Why do you eat and drink with tax collectors and sinners? They, as scribes and Pharisees, would never be caught dead sharing a meal with, with such scum. This went against completely against their grain. They would have nothing to do with those who were so unclean, so ceremonially and morally. And the scribes and the Pharisees. And then Lord Jesus gives them a very simple and straightforward response. He says to them, It's not the healthy who need the doctor, but the sick. is sick. Of course, then you go to the doctor. we go to the physician. We go there to get help, seek healing from our sicknesses, our illnesses. Well, then Jesus concludes, I've not come to call the righteous, but, but sinners to repentance. Indeed, our Lord Jesus is that great physician who heals not only physically, but also spiritually. He calls us that's what he's doing here also this morning but no now who he is calling who is he calling to healing as he says he does not call the righteous but They were concerned nothing really was wrong with them. But but when it came to the tax collectors and sinners, well, they were sure about that. They needed help. They needed healing. And they imagined themselves to be quite healthy. They didn't need the healing, that salvation, which Jesus Christ, the great physician, was bringing. Really, Jesus announces here that he, as the great physician, has come to bring healing for sinners. said here i've not come to call the righteous but sinners to to repentance if yes, sin lies at the root of the misery in this world all the misery all the physical and spiritual misery that we experience and now we have our lord jesus come as that great physician he comes to make a proper diagnosis and he says here what lies at the root of all our sickness also our spiritual sickness is sin for us then to realize that we with all mankind are in need of a physician, of a doctor. For without his help, we being spiritually sick will all die eternally. Oh how desperately we need our Lord, our great physician. Yes, our spiritual health and well-being completely depends on him. And you come to remove our sins from us. But how does he perform surgery on us? As it says here, he comes not to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. As he calls out to us, he calls out to each and every one of us, and he calls out to us, repent. Yes, he reaches out to us. We don't reach out to him. No, he reaches out to us. He calls out to us in his grace and his mercy, he reaches out and calls out to each one of us. He's truly concerned about our sickness, the fact that we are all terminally ill, facing eternal death. For yes, we are sinners who need us indeed confessed before the Lord God that we do not have perfect faith, that each one of us does not serve God as he requires of us in his words, is that daily we each have to contend with the weakness of our faith and the evil desires of our flesh, not even look up to heaven but beat his breast and said God Perform this surgery on our hearts. May He give each and every one of us clean and new hearts so that each one of us may be indeed grieve with heartfelt sorrow that we've offended God by our sins and to more and more hate them and flee from them at the same time that each one of us have that. This is the radical surgery we need. This is what we need each and every day. We believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. We come and yes, in daily repentance before Him. And this is what we all need. This is what even the Pharisees of Jesus. bring us to a a correct understanding of our spiritual condition. May we all come to understand from Romans 3 that none is righteous, no, not one. Yes, and then thanks to the spirit we'll recognize ourselves for who we really are, wretched sinners in serious need of the healing work of our Lord and Savior. This is why he starts with our hearts. He is the one who removes our sins, washing them in the way, in the blood that he poured out there on the cross. The evidence of that this morning. He's the one who is renewing us by his spirit, giving us also this morning new strength so that we can go forward in wholesome and healthy ways.